Hi, everyone. This is Todd Fuller, uh, Marketing and Communication Director for the Missouri State Teachers Association. And this is MSTA Presents. Uh, I have with me today uh, John Turner. John is an associate professor in the College of Education at Missouri State University. And uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to have John uh, join me for the show is because I know that he has done a lot of work and focused on four-day school weeks in uh, public schools in Missouri. And there's been some conversation about that uh, a lot, really, over the pa- over the summer and the, and the past year. And I thought it would be helpful to have John talk a little bit more about four-day school weeks and give us some insight. So, John, thank you for joining me today. Great to be here, Todd. And I think I've mentioned to you before, I'm a lifetime member of MSTA, so it's it's glad to be back home with the folks at MSTA. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And I, I know they'll appreciate the information that that you have to share. And then at the end, some of the resources and links you have as well. So kind of what we were thinking about talking about is I uh, want to talk a little bit about the background of four-day school weeks in Missouri, maybe a little bit of the misconceptions that people have for four-day school weeks, um, where we are today, because I think right now it's really important to, to get a handle on what's happening with four-day school weeks in Missouri. And then finally, Finally, John, I know, has some resources he can share with with everyone as well. So, John, you know, you and I were talking before the show started um, about kind of where four day school week started. I I know you you understand, know the background and history more than I do. I, I was telling you, I remember more than a decade ago talking to school districts about this and and some school districts that had had started the process. And so I was hoping you could give us a little more insight into uh you know, when it started and, and kind of how it started and, and uh, where, where we're going. You bet. And, you know, Todd, it's one of the, this year, the school year that we're getting ready to start will be the 13th year that the four-day school week has been an option in the state of Missouri. And really the background of it probably doesn't come as a surprise to educator, does have a background related to the school funding formula in the state of Missouri, <laughs> to the extent that when it first became an option back in the, uh, the 1990s, uh, the um, the state legislature was struggling with funding the foundation formula, and to be honest with you, we had a number of former educators in the state legislator, le- legislature at the time, and uh, while the legislature could not generate the revenue that they knew that schools needed, uh, I think it was just really sort of thrown out as an option more than anything else. Uh, one of the, the leaders of the effort was... Uh, uh, Maynard Wallace. Maynard Wallace was a former superintendent in Ava, and uh, he was serving in the legislature at the time and was actually chair of the House Education Committee at the time. He, he later went on, by the way, to serve on the, the State Board of Education in Missouri. Maynard's mm-hmm. passed away now, but uh, but Maynard was one of the, the ones that at least was involved in the original discussion. And I think his, his take on it was, if we can't fund schools for fully, then we need to give them some options. And so they, uh, they uh, just made it an option uh, to, to adopt a four day week. And to be candid with you, there were very few takers those first few years. The first, (laughs) the first year, uh, the first adopter was Lathrop up in Northwest Missouri. And again, Lathrop will be uh, starting their 13th year on the four day school week this year. So that's a little bit about the background. And then, like I said, if you look at it historically, a slow start, but it's, uh, momentum has, uh, has sped up quickly. (laughs) You know, I, you, you probably remember, and I remember when I would talk to some of our members that uh, were in districts that were considering going to four days the the next school year. So, you know, this would have been seven, eight, nine years ago. Um, There was some trepidation sometimes on the part of, of teachers. Of course, there were, there was trepidation on the part of community members because 
first thing everybody thinks, what do I do with my, my child on a Friday or a Monday or whatever day it is that they're not in session? Um, but the same was the case for uh, teachers. I mean, do you remember hearing some of those things back uh, and towards the beginning of when, when it started? You know, and definitely so. And I think it has changed a lot, Todd, over the years. But but let me give you some examples is that, like I said, when it first became an option, there was a financial crisis in the state of Missouri. And that was one of the reasons that it was rolled out as an op option is because the legislature knew that they were underfunding schools. And so schools were already in a financial troubling position when this first happened. And uh, so when the first school districts adopted the four-day week, it did have an impact on everybody that worked at the schools. I mean, most of us know about 80% of a school district's budget is probably uh, uh, salaries and benefits. And so if you're going to save money in a school, it often ends up being on the backs of the employees of the district. And so those first districts that adopted it, uh, you know, it might have had an impact financially on people at, at uh, on their take home pay, especially non certified folks. And so uh, so again, those first schools that were adopting it, it was pretty common that it was about money. Uh, but again, I, I agree with you is that back at, when I was still in, in the K-12 world at that time, uh, those first early adopters, again, we're, we're struggling to figure out now, how am I going to do this in what I normally do in five days, doing it in four. And, you know, another thing that often sort of played in that same way is I don't know as many schools now that are exploring the block schedule, but at that time, there were a lot of schools that were using some block scheduling too, where you're having longer period sessions and, and trying to figure out, is there a connection between a block schedule where you have longer periods as with going to a four day week? And, and so, yeah, especially those early adopters, uh, when they adopt the four day week, it, it, it did cause some anxiety <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, amongst those that, that were trying to figure out how I go from from five days down into four. It, it was always interesting to me, though, when a year passed and they had the experience of a four day school week under their belts, everyone seemed to, uh, you know, enjoy the 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 change, the the opportunity, the flexibility that came with that. And uh, I was that kind of what you had experienced or had heard as well or yeah, and I think the proof is in the numbers, you know, that uh, of all the four-day school weeks that have adopted, uh, school districts that have adopted the four-day school week in Missouri, uh, there's been 141 uh, going into next year that have adopted the four-day school week. Only one went back. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so there, there's something in that mm -hmm. to the extent that when you have 141 school boards uh, voting to go to the four-day week and only one, which was Lexington, just uh, east mm -hmm. of Kansas City there, they're the only one that went back. Everybody else has could have gone back, but they didn't. So again, I I I think that it shows you that once you've done it, uh, there's not a lot of people that panic and go back. And like you said, especially on our research that we uh, when you especially when you look at staff perception and non-certified staff perception, even when it sometimes financially impacted non-certified staff, people that are working in the school really love the four-day school week and do not want to go back. <laughs> so so uh, uh, again, that, that is something that's pretty clear from the research that we've done around the state. So I, I know that there has been a lot of conversation about four-day school weeks throughout the summer. Uh, people have been talking about uh, creative ways to recruit teachers to districts that are considering it. But there have also been some misconceptions about the, the four-day school week, um, that it's uh, that it's still about finances or that it is being done because of budgets, uh, because of the legislature. And I don't 
think that's necessarily the case, but I was helping you, hoping that you could help highlight some of, uh, or at least kind of dispel some of the, the misconceptions that people might have about what's happening now and what has been happening over the course of the last couple of years when it comes to four-day school weeks. And the reason that's a complex question to answer is because I'll just tell you right now is it's not about the money to the extent of money savings, because Mm -hmm. at least in school district state of Missouri, I don't know of any that saves more than 3% when they implemented the four day week. Now, if you've got a large budget, 3% is something, but it's not going to buy you a new bus. If you know what I mean, at the end of the year, we're (laughs) talking about a a small financial benefit. And most of that is related to savings on gas or diesel fuel for buses and maybe some minor savings and subsidies institutes and things like that, but you're not talking about a significant savings. But the reason I say that we have to be careful to say it's not about money is because when you look at the 518 public schools in the state of Missouri, we all know, I'm not telling any teachers uh, uh, any surprises here, we all know that the salary scale is not the same. And so if you are a small rural school district that is struggling to be competitive on salaries, especially what I would say for mid-career and late-career certified salaries, then you don't have a whole lot of options in your back pocket that you can't, you know, a small rural school cannot compete with a suburban or a larger urban school district on teacher salaries. And I know talking to MSTA people here, they're going to understand is that while you know, you may not see much difference in a beginning teacher salary, but when you look at someone that's got a master's degree plus 10 years, now we're seeing a $10,000 salary increase. And when we get to 20 years and, you know, a master's plus 18 hours, now we're talking about a $20,000 difference between going to a small rural school district and, and one of the more suburban districts. So what has happened there, of course, is that that as people begin their career, they may start out in a rural school, but then they they go jump and go to the more suburban districts where compensation is larger and and facilities better, things like that in many cases. And so again, what happens is, especially when you get to mid-career and late career, is that people are moving and following the money in that way. So again, I don't want to just go through and say it's not about the money, because especially when you look at those salary scales in more detail, the districts that are going to the four-day week are often the ones that are struggling to retain those mid and late career teachers that have experience that they're adding on the salary scale. And of course, their additional degrees like a master's degree and a doctorate degree, which often doesn't come with much of a bump in a rural uh, school district. And so, so it's not you know, and so again, I I appreciate you saying that that when I talk to people on the street all the time, they always think it's all about the money, and I don't ever say it's never about the money. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying that that it's it's complex to the extent that again, when you have a teacher that can drive 20 miles away and make an additional twenty five thousand dollars because of a salary scale difference, then if you're that four days, if you're that small rural school, what other options do you have there to retain those teachers long term if you can't compete on salaries in the four day school week, like I said earlier, is very popular with staff. And so that gets them. You know, another thing that I would throw out here, Todd, that seems is one of those things when I talk to superintendents, I always say, what are some unexpected consequences? Is that I think a lot of people, when they go to the four day week, they think we're going to get a lot more young teachers right out of college applying. And that's probably the case. They're getting more applicants that way. But one of the surprising things that they're they're seeing also is what I would say veteran teachers, people that are getting to 25 years in their career. They're not ready to retire yet, but the it becomes very attractive for them in their last 
five, 10 years mm-hmm. of their career to go to a four-day school week district and, you know, have that three-day weekend built in and some other advantages too. I remember I was up in, in uh, oh, just west of St. Louis uh, a couple years ago and one of the superintendents told me, he said, you know, he said, we've had this one teacher that worked for us for years and her husband worked in a neighboring district and he would never come work for us until we switched to the four-day week and then he wanted to come work for us. And that was enough motivation for that senior teacher to come back and work in that smaller rural school may have had a a dip in salary a bit, but the idea of having that three-day weekend was very attractive to a veteran teacher. So again, that's another Mm -hmm. interesting thing that plays out there. It it is primarily smaller school districts uh, to to maybe mid-sized school districts that are, have gone to a four-day school week, or is, is it entirely smaller school districts. Yeah, that's definitely so. And, you know, if you go through and look, and like I said, starting next year, we'll be right at about 140. I may have missed one or two there, but uh, we'll be about 140. So about 27% of our Missouri school districts will be on the four-day week. And definitely the first 60 were small rural schools. But the thing that has really changed about this recently, Todd, the largest school district that we have on the four-day week in the state of Missouri is Warren County Schools up at Warrenton. And Warrenton will be starting, uh, uh, they'll be starting their fourth year this year on the four-day week, and they're the largest school district on the four-day week, and they have over 30,000 students. And, you know, in southwest Missouri, down here around Springfield, uh, the Marshfield School District has just adopted and will will be on their first day of the four-day school week next year, and they have over 3,000 students. So that is one of the changes that we've definitely seen in the last couple of years, is that those Early adopters were mainly small rural school districts, maybe, you know, the, the first 60 that we had, about 10 had an, an enrollment of more than 1,000. But now, again, with you seeing Warren County Schools at Warrington, Marshfield and Southwest Missouri schools that have over 3,000 students, you're definitely seeing uh, others that are larger are taking a look. Do, do you think part of that has to do with the fact that not only are smaller school districts struggling to keep and retain teachers, but I don't know what you've seen, but I have seen an, a larger number of districts in our state struggling to retain and keep teachers regardless of size. And so they're all of them now are starting to look for ways to be competitive when it comes to retaining, keeping and retaining teachers. You bet. They're all trying to think out of the box. And that may be the four-day week. That may be adding childcare. That may be, you know, there's a lot of things that are out there. This job market, especially since the pandemic, it was bad before the pandemic sure. as far as attract recruiting and retaining. But with the pandemic and many people retiring or, or leaving the profession for whatever reason, I think the political climate has contributed to that too. It's just mm-hmm. harder to be a teacher now than it used to be when I went through my career, yes. <laughs> you know? And so, uh, so yeah, I think, I think you are seeing that again, that, that the, that the recruitment retention challenges that small rural school districts have seen for a number of years is now creeping up mm-hmm. and those larger, uh, school districts are now, uh, uh, trying to also face the challenge. And again, the four day school week can be a way that doesn't involve extra money, uh, but is very popular and attractive on not only recruiting, but retaining people long-term. So over the course, kind of where we are today, I mean, where things are now when it comes to four-day school weeks, it seems like there has been momentum this year, or has it been over the course of a couple of years and we're just starting to hear about it? I mean, you mentioned there are 27% of the school districts are, are taking or going to four-day school, school weeks. Do, I'm assuming I'm thinking that number is going to continue to grow over the course of this next year, but has, is there a momentum or has there been momentum this past year into the summer 
or is it something that you've seen over the course of two or three years and we're all just now starting to see it? No, you know, I, I, my opinion on this has changed greatly uh, in the last couple of years to the extent of going into the pandemic. My, after looking at this a lot, and Todd, of the first 61 four-day school week districts that there are in the state, I visited 60. I was in 60 of the first 61. Wow. And my impression being in those districts as we were, and again, this is a couple of years ago, I was feeling we'd capped out. I thought we were getting to a point where those that were going to adopt the four-day week had adopted. But let me tell you what, not only the pandemic has had a strong impact on that, and with people retiring and leaving the profession earlier than uh, maybe even earlier than retirement, and then I think some of the political stuff too has contributed to people leaving the profession. Mm -hmm. And now, uh, you know, again, something that had been on the, the, the warning screen of small rural school districts for some time on recruiting and retention, now it's creeping its way up into larger districts. And so I think when you see a Warren County Schools west of St. Louis do it, and when you see a Marshfield do it, now you're getting into a whole tier, different larger tier of school districts that are exploring it. And so, again, uh, I, th I think your hunch is right. Again, if you'd asked me before the pandemic, I'd said we probably capped out. But now I think maybe the cat is out of the bag here to the mm -hmm. extent that now that we're at 27 percent of our public schools on the four day week, uh, as those numbers continue to grow and can people continue to to uh, uh, I don't want to use the word fight too much, but when they're fighting for high quality teachers and retaining them, anything that they can do that that will keep and retain people is probably going to be an option now. So I suspect you're right. I, I suspect mm -hmm. you're going to see these numbers continue to grow, uh, at least until this job market uh, issue resolves itself. Well, I, you know, I, I know that um, our school districts are competing, not just with surrounding and neighboring states touching us, but they're also competing with states outside of Missouri. I've told the story before of uh, being at, um, teacher placement days or job fairs. And uh, when I started doing that 20 years ago, uh, you would see Wentzville competing with uh, Warrington. That made sense. But the last job fair I was at, I saw Wentzville competing with Alaska, the state of Alaska. And, and Phoenix. They, yeah, Phoenix. <laughs> they're trying to, yes. trying to entice and recruit Missouri teachers to come teach in their states. And uh, they're, they have salaries that they're trying to throw out there that are competitive. There are lots of things they can't provide um, our teachers, but the, the idea of, you know, moving to another state right out of college seems enticing to some of those individuals. And it, it's kind of a wake up call, I think to, to us as well, that, Hey, you know, we, we have to do what we can to keep and retain our teachers, not just in our schools in Missouri, but we're, we're competing against, the United States in some ways as well. Yeah. You know, and Todd, it's getting a lot more attention now because it has impacted larger mm -hmm. districts. You know, when it was small rural schools, when I was doing research on this with 17 small rural schools, I wasn't getting a lot of calls from <laughs> the news media and things like that. Uh, but now that we get into, you know, things that hit the nightly news and uh, uh, now all of a sudden it's become an issue for people. And, and again, I, I agree with you. I, I think that uh, people and, and also decision makers, not only on the local school district level, but on the state level, I, I hope they're hearing. And I've often told people that uh, about the four day school week. I say, you know, the four day school week is not part of people's vision about where they want education to go. It's a symptom of other things. So, again, yes. 
just stomping out the four-day week is not going to resolve the problems that have caused this. You know, I think, you know, when I talk to people, and again, I've especially in the first 61, and I visited 60 of those school districts, I don't know that any of them wanted to go to the four to the four-day school week. It was something that they had to do in response to things that were happening locally. And most of them it was re- about recruitment and retention of teachers. Now there were some some mm-hmm. other others that were other reasons, but most of them were that way. So again, this four-day school week was not part of the original educational vision. It was just a response to the challenges that they face. You know, I think that you and I may have another conversation someday about other creative ways that school districts are recruiting and looking to recruit teachers, <laughs> other creative ways that they're trying to offer, what kinds of benefits they're offering, the challenges that colleges of, of education are facing because they're yeah. very real as, as well. So I, you know, yep. that that's another conversation for another time, but we'll, <laughs> Got it. I, I hope we have it because I think it's also <laughs> helpful and interesting. Yeah. Uh, John, before you go, and I really appreciate you taking time. There's a lot of things that you've provided insight wise for me. And I, I thought I understood and knew everything there was to know about four day uh, school weeks. And I, I didn't, I learned some things today and I really appreciate that. Um, I'm, I'm going to put some things in the show notes, but can you let everyone know some other places that they might be able to go to, to maybe learn more information about four day school weeks and some other insights that might help them. You bet. And, and the easiest resource, and, and I think I mentioned to you this before we started the recording here, is that it's nothing fancy. <laughs> but as a person that focuses my research agenda on the four-day week, as I see new research on the four-day week coming from other, other uh, institutions, or I see things that are being talked about in the media, either newspapers or on television or whatever, I, I save those links and I put it on a website and you can go through and just click through them. And it's not only the state of Missouri, it's nationwide. I mean, you know, one of the things we had not talked about is, you know, if you look at the Mountain West, the four-day week is common in the state of Colorado. Majority of the school districts in the state of Colorado are on the four-day week. So on that website, I include all of that in there because part of my vision on my research is not I'm not taking sides on the four-day week one way or the other. Sure. But what I'm saying is we can learn from each mm-hmm. other and that those early adopters in Missouri on the four-day week, those that are doing it now can learn from them. And 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 the same way with other states. There were other states that were doing it before Missouri and we can learn from them. So that website is www.4dayweek.us, F-O-U-R-D-A-Y-W-E-E-K.us. And if you'll just go to that website, again, you'll see a lot of links to different uh, publications and, and things like that that will, will relate to that. Another thing it also includes is it, uh, in, I include resources like the map of the four-day school weeks in Missouri that are on the four-day week. It has a list of all the school day weeks in the state of Missouri and gives some details about when they adopted and their leadership, uh, uh, their principals and superintendents, if you want to reach out to them to, to, to mm-hmm. ask for help and, and connect. You know, it's one of the things I tell teachers that are in districts that are getting ready to transition the four-day week, the best thing to do is go visit with other teachers that have been doing it and hear their experiences on what they did as far as that transition. So again, that link to all the other school districts is available on that website, and you'll see it there at the top, and I keep it updated so you'll know those that you can contact in your region. And even in the state, the map, if, when the map comes up, if you, whatever state you're, or whatever region you're in, you just click on it on the, the school district, and it'll give you their name and, and their contact information and their website also. So you can, you can get in touch with those that are around your region if, if you're going into that that area so again that's the resource i'll, I'll tell you about four day week okay, sure. us and uh, it, it'll cover a whole lot of areas and i'll make sure to put that link in the in the show notes at the end as well as your uh access or the the link to your twitter account because 
to me, when you when you post something new, that's how I find out about it. Is I you 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 also alert everyone through Twitter, and I appreciate that. So I'll make sure to share that as well. Thank you, and, and put and put my email address on there too. And okay. people are I'm I am a state employee still, although I'm retired from the K twelve world. I'm still I'm still an employee, and so uh, if anybody have any questions, they could reach out to me at Missouri State University, and I'll be glad to help. That this is what I do all day long is talk about the four day week. So I, it's 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 my geek it's my geek out mode, and I enjoy visiting about. So if anybody has any questions, just have them have them contact me. Well, I appreciate that, John. It's fascinating. It's interesting information. Um, I'm sure that we'll be talking again some point, if not about four-day school weeks, about something else uh, that focuses and deals with education. So I appreciate it, John. Thank you for taking the time today. And uh, I will talk to uh, I'll talk to everyone in uh, next week. Um, make sure that if you don't subscribe to MSTA Presents, that you uh, you, you take the time to go do that. You can follow us on our podcast. Uh, when there's a new show that is uh, released, you'll have access to it. Uh, we talk not just about education news around MSTA. We also try to talk about education issues that, uh, that all Missourians and Missouri educators face, as well as professional learning opportunities. So uh, subscribe to the feed and uh, look for the next episode of MSTA Presents next week.